0: Becoming a member at Navy Federal Credit Union could help you to earn more and save more. Their certificate options could earn you more than standard savings accounts with competitive rates. Not all financial
1: institutions offer you as many choices for savings options as Navy Federal does. For example, you can start your savings journey with a low minimum deposit, add money at any time, and watch your savings grow. Thanks to flexible terms, you can use Navy Federal savings options for all kinds of goals, short or long term. Navy Federal also offers equity loan options to help you get the funds you need to consolidate high-interest debt, work on home improvements, or cover any of life's big expenses. To
0: learn more, visit NavyFederal.org. At Navy Federal, their members are the mission. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, equal housing lender, membership required. Terms and conditions apply, loans subject to approval. Here at How to Money, we're always encouraging
1: listeners to think about some of the different ways they can earn some money on the side to reach their financial goals. And guess what? While you're away, your home could also earn extra income. Your empty space could be an Airbnb while you're traveling because that's all you need to become an Airbnb
0: host. Yeah, hosting is a lot easier than you might think. And you don't need to Airbnb a whole house. You can just host your extra spare room. So consider becoming an Airbnb host because your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com host. Hey, it's Matt here for Health Aid Kombucha. This bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst-quenching and great for your gut health. Health Aid Kombucha comes in many flavors like Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, and Ginger Lemon, which is one of my favorites since it has that extra ginger kick. I'm a big fan, though the kids prefer the the mango lemonade. It's organic, it's non-GMO, and a great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks. Just look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you.
1: Welcome to How to Money. I'm Joel. And I'm Matt. And today, we're talking about what to do with your tax refund.
0: But first, let's talk about Typhoon, the concert.
1: Yeah. yeah okay. Last week, right?
0: Yeah. So uh, this concert
1: that I tried to get you to go to with me and... Yeah, I backed out. Yeah, you're old and lame. And <laughs> so you didn't go. I went to see a band called Typhoon and I'm kind of obsessed with their music. If you like incredibly introspective lyrics and uh, fun band, Typhoon's definitely one to check out. They're out of Portland, Oregon. Yeah, fun band with like... 10 or 12 members yeah. in it. So they used to have it's 11 awesome. members, I think, and now they're down to seven. I don't know what oh, no happened way. to four of them. Yeah. Oh. Maybe it just gets too hard to do the traveling with that yeah, many Yeah, I'm
0: guessing tra- trying to travel with 11 guys on the road. But they sounded... Like guys and girls. So good. They were yeah. so good. It was a blast. Yeah, we went and saw them two, three years ago. Yeah. How did it compare, that, that show? So I think they were musically
1: a little bit tighter, but they lost a little bit of that element of when they, they were an 11-piece band. And
0: so oh they lost their horn section that's why they lost the yeah. horn section they <laughs> yeah, lost cause they had all the horns on the uh on the last album yeah and you know how they used to kind of uh sing in unison more together
1: it, mm-hmm. th- there was a lot less of that going all on the, all the group sing yeah everybody so, shouting at the same and time. clapping and all
0: that stuff and so people are probably like what is this weird band with horns and group singing and oh, clapping man, but it was so upbeat and, uh, it was, yeah it was a lot of fun yeah I definitely enjoyed it enjoyed it last well last time we went and saw them but. so maybe we'll put a link in the show notes to man what if we can get uh what if we could use one of their songs for our, our song intro oh think we could do that we'd have to reach out to them but they'd be cool i don't know man would <laughs> be i think it'd be awesome either that or uh like something more atlanta i feel like if we could get we'll get some outcast john mayer he's, yeah he's atlanta <laughs> he's, he's atlanta and i hate him so i don't know if that <laughs> probably not We'll, we'll we'll rule John Mayer out. Yeah, it only it would only take like a few seconds of just one of their one of their songs, just some nice instrumental. Like a lot of Typhoon is instrumental. Yeah, uh, so I don't, think it, that, don't would, that think would be amazing. Body, don't you think Your Body Is a Wonderland would just fit in with this podcast though?
1: <laughs> I think everyone's like, yes, actually, that's what's been missing from this podcast is Your Body Is a Wonderland as the intro. Just just mull over it. You don't have to say yes or no right now. Just think about it.
0: Yeah, I'll think about it all while I'm in the shower uh, <laughs> because that's when I get all my great ideas, but yeah. I'm not thinking of anything. All right, well, so we'll check that and, out. And I think I'm going to think the exact same thing that I think now,
1: which is no. And if you have a suggestion, if you even want us to change our intro, I personally like our intro right now. And the only thing that would make it better would be John Mayer's Your Body is a Wonderland, but we'll see where Matt lands on that. Uh, feel free to tweet us at Not Poor Matt, at Not Poor Joel on Twitter and uh, tell us what songs you think might go well in our intro. Uh, also, thanks for the iTunes reviews. A lot of folks have been um, been giving us fantastically kind reviews on iTunes. We're thankful for that. And wherever you listen to podcasts, if you're listening on Stitcher or through Apple Podcasts or wherever, whatever app you're using, uh, if you want to leave a kind review about the podcast, we'd appreciate it. Now, on to the
0: beer. Because I'm Poor Not Poor. every episode, Matt and I crack a beer and then we talk about money, something yeah, money related. You brought our beer today and I know it's a Westbrook, but other than that you said it's a sour i'll read what it says on the label it's called joy j-o-i-e
1: is the name of the beer by westbrook they're out of mount pleasant south carolina yeah
0: basically charleston right? yep have you ever been there yes although I, I haven't been to westbrook i've been to oh mount pleasant but i, I don't care about my <laughs> i skipped westbrook <laughs> i'm talking about yeah i'm talking about westbrook
1: i feel like i went to another brewery while i was there instead maybe Uh, or no just a great beer bar i think uh but okay so here's how westbrook describes this beer mixed fermentation saison style ale aged one year in
0: sauternes
1: barrels sauternes is that how you say that
0: yeah of course (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so sauternes uh is a french i don't i don't know if i'm saying that right but it's a french sweet wine it's a white wine it's got like some lighter fruit flavors like apricots and maybe some peach as well uh, so this is aged then in, in salt barrels. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, I'm not cultured and sophisticated enough to know that. So uh. <laughs> cheers. That smells amazing. My, my mouth is starting to sort of pucker in water just yeah. just smelling it. Oh, wow. Way sweeter than I was expecting. Really?
1: It's yeah. funny. It's like way less sour than I was expecting mm-hmm. from based on the nose. Yeah. And it's, I, I'm not getting an overwhelming sweetness, but it's, it's like a, it's a, Almost like a honey sm- uh, sweetness to me. Definitely, I'm getting some honey. You feel that honey? I'm getting some honey, and it also... It's like a thicker, heavier sweetness. It's it's thicker beer, and it, it almost has like a
0: Hefeweizen-y
1: quality to it, like a wheat a th- wheat thickness to the body.
0: Yeah, I wasn't expecting that, but it's really tasty. It poured like a, a hazy hazy gold, but I agree, it's not nearly as bright and, and sour or tart as I was expecting it.
1: As you kind of let it roll back off your tongue and, and you uh, you finish the sip, you, you kind of I feel like the complexity kind of starts to hit you a little bit. Thanks for grabbing this one, man. This is delicious. You got it. Yeah, a little switch up. I like what Westbrook's doing, and
0: uh, they kind of been coming out with some new stuff lately. So this is a great beer for today too. It's, it's yeah. warmer today. I was able to get out on the bike some. Oh, nice. Had some some business errands to run and was able to keep it in the neighborhood ended up being a beautiful day oh yeah yeah absolutely it was great
1: you posted about that on our instagram account which, oh yeah uh you can follow at poor not poor on instagram and matt's a photographer so uh, i'll tell you what for i i, I guarantee you we have the best instagram of any financial blog slash podcast out there it looks really good oh, thanks buddy all right so on to the topic at hand
0: what should you do with your tax refund yeah and first i wanted to thank uh donnie on on our facebook group actually he mentioned uh well he kind of gave us the inspiration to do this this topic right That's right his question was what should you do if you get a spare like a random thousand dollars yeah and he called it the community chess right like from monopoly <laughs> <laughs> so, total, so total total uh board game which is i mean pretty awesome since uh it was a recent episode. Yeah, yeah, we had that episode out a couple couple episodes ago. So, good timing, and yeah, Donnie, thanks. And the average
1: tax refund in America is three thousand dollars. So, let's say you've been you've been working all year and you have a normal job. So, we'll get to abnormal jobs a little bit later on. But most people who work a normal job end up not withholding enough money, and so essentially, uh, the government has to end up giving you back. Some of those dollars at the end of the year and so most people an average tax return, they would get $3,000 dollars back at the end of the year uh, on their taxes. And so if you are one of those people, the, the majority of people, you know some people might be getting 1,200, some people might be getting 4,500,
0: but 3,000 is the average. What should you do with that money? Yeah well, first of all, let's just state that that's too much, right? Yes <laughs> I mean, ideally, you would be getting back nothing. If, if we lived in a perfect world and our, our tax system was set up super incredibly efficiently, we would be taxed the perfect amount. Uh, the government, the federal government and state government, you know, they would each get the the proper amount of money and uh, taxes from you. And at the end of the year, they would say, thank you. <laughs> and and you wouldn't get uh, a refund, nor would you owe any if, if you paid, uh, if you underpaid. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Perfect world. I'd love
1: that. But, and you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. And, you know, how much am I getting back? And, or how much do I have to pay? And, uh, and it would just li- like be coming out of your paycheck like clockwork and perfectly.
0: Yeah. So I guess, I mean, I, I say that because I want to sort of push back against the notion like a lot of people think they're like, oh, yeah, I got, I got my tax refund showing up. I It's something that they count on, it's something that folks are just used to it. And, I want to push back against that a little bit and say don't get don't be used to that. That's that's money that is yours that the government's just holding on to. And by the way, can I just say that if there
1: is a robot that makes sushi, and if Elon Musk can send a rocket into space with a Tesla inside of it, how can the government not get that right? Uh, you you would think like if that's the society we live in, that that's that should be happening. That we should be able to get that paycheck thing right and the and the taxes coming out of it properly allocated. But. To- what's this robot that makes sushi i've never oh heard yeah of no, there's a sushi making <laughs> robot it can make four times as much uh, sushi in an hour as a human being have you seen the uh, that you've seen the documentary right euro dreams your oh. dreams of, dreams of sushi yes. yes amazing documentary on netflix he's like a human with the feelings of a robot yeah <laughs> <laughs> So tax refund, uh, a, a couple reasons why you should endeavor not to have a tax refund. I think I think there's a couple of reasons. One is like rampant identity theft these days. And so there are criminals out there trying to file tax returns as if they're you. And if you are due a refund and the criminal steals that refund, it could be up to 18 months before you actually see that money. And so uh, you should... so long. Yeah, it's so long. And so you should file your taxes early, and you should endeavor not to have a refund. It's another... And then just and then just budget accordingly as you get extra money in your paycheck. Uh, so if you're... Let's say you're used to getting uh, $3,000 back, like the average American at the end of the year, uh, after you file your taxes, change your withholding. So you're getting more money back in every paycheck and hopefully endeavoring to make that as close to zero
0: as possible. I guess my thought too is that... So there's all, all these sort of different banking products, like, I mean, you've heard of acorns uh, and some of these other other things. It's almost it's almost like that, where it's like the government just takes a little more every, every week, every two weeks, every month or whatever that you don't notice. And then a year later or come time when it's April, then all of a sudden you've kind of got this little saved up thing. What would you say to folks then that are kind of use it as a, a tool like that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would I would recommend that they that they change it and they put that into their they, you know, they take home a little more money in their paycheck every week and uh, and then budget accordingly, put their money towards something that that's better off because the windfall is fun. And in a perfect world, it you know, it's it's a it's a good forced method of savings if you're actually going to use it in that way. And, you know, there's a lot of people and that's why we're gonna, we're doing this podcast. There's a lot of people that are going to get a big the right word is not windfall because it's. Your, your money coming back to you. and uh, But there's a lot of reasons that you should be getting that money every month and not in one lump sum. And, and again, like I said, I don't put much stock in the, you're giving a 0% loan to the government. But I think the main two things, you got to be worried about potential identity theft. and You got to be worried about blowing it all in, in on a vacation or something like that. And so I think if you're getting it in one lump sum, sometimes you're more likely to say, feel like you won the lottery and blow the money in a matter of
0: weeks. And then regret it. What's the biggest refund you've ever gotten? Have you ever gotten a, a pretty big chunk? Yeah. Like 5,000. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty... Uh, that is... I guess that is kind of nice, but maybe not. It feels good because
1: it's not something that i budgeted. And usually, we're, we try to be really wise. You know, pay off debt if we've got a little bit or uh, put it towards something positive, like an investment of some sort. Those are usually the two ways that we consider using it. But... The risks have just certainly changed in the past few years with rampant identity theft. Is it really yeah. that bad? Like you've, you've
0: mentioned it a few times now.
1: Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. There's uh, the IRS is is depleted in their in their staffing. There are far
0: fewer IRS workers than there've so been. Stuff just kind of slipping through, where folks are filing fraudulent returns and yeah. So there's like two snatching up your 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 refund basically.
1: Yeah, and there's positives and negatives to it. So. There, you know, th- there's fewer people getting audited. <laughs> so there's people that are uh, that are pumped that they don't have to deal with an IRS audit. But on the flip side, they also just don't have the 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 human power at the at the IRS headquarters to shut down some of the identity thieves. And uh, I think they've gotten just a little bit better as of last year, uh, but it's still it's still been tricky for them to put the kibosh on. And, and so I to me, that's the biggest reason not to get a refund even if it was the perfect world in which you didn't have uh, the IRS taking the exact amount every month, but let's say there was no identity identity theft, then I would say whatever. Go go for it. Get as big of a refund as you want and make that a forced method of savings You know, if you're going to use it well. But yeah. it's not. So wor- worry about it and make sure that that money's not getting held up for 18 months as the IRS sorts through things with their limited staff.
0: Yeah, 5000 thousand that's a lot, man. One year, we ne- we never got a, a refund that big, but we owed, we like underpaid the whole year. <laughs> uh, it was like early on in our in our business, and we ended up having to owe like six grand. Ooh, yeah, that was we were doing our taxes wrong at the beginning there, but That is way less fun than receiving five grand. Trust me, that's gotta feel like a punch to the stomach when yeah. you see that email from your accountant
1: or whether you're doing TurboTax. What are yeah, you doing? They were super hesitant.
0: They're like, oh. I'm so sorry, but you actually owe like $6,000 this year. And that's when you sold your firstborn child to... Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Stiltskin.
1: That's when you sold your firstborn child to Stiltskin.
0: Joel, I think there are a lot of folks who start small businesses and they're surprised at the amount of behind the scenes, the admin type work that they're not all that thrilled about getting your books together with, with some final figures so that you can file your corporate taxes, for instance. That's something we've been in the middle of. But it can really come up the gears, potentially keeping you from doing the work you love. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,000, 25, and 1. That's right. Yeah, 37,000.
1: That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. There's a lot of power in the simplification of having all that information in
0: one place. Helps you make better decisions. That's right. And right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash howtomoney. That's netsuite.com slash howtomoney to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash howtomoney.
1: You already
0: have the space, so it won't be a huge adjustment. Yeah, I mean, the way I see it, if you're not using your space, you've got two options. You can either let it just sit there empty, or you can do some optimizing and make some money off of it. Really, if you think about it, you already have an Airbnb. You just need to start using it. Your home, it might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. A big part of being a responsible adult is taking care of the things you care about. For instance, my bike that I ride in to work on. I keep the tires pumped, I keep the chain greased. Gone are the days of leaving your bike out in the rain for weeks at a time, like a kid. (laughs) Simply put, the things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. And making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust & Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash money. For 10% off, plus free document shipping. As the primary breadwinner for our family, I've taken the steps to ensure that Kate and the kids, that they're going to be taken care of if something terrible happens to me. Each will or
1: trust is state-specific and customized to your needs. Their simple step-by-step process guides you from start to finish with ease. So get the peace of mind you deserve by creating your estate
0: plan with Trust & Will. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with Trust & Will. Get 10% off, plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com. That's ten percent off and free shipping at trustandwill.com/slash/how-to-money. Hey, folks, it's Matt. I've got to tell you about something new I've been trying this year. I've been drinking a little Health Aid kombucha every day, and I feel amazing. It comes in so many delicious flavors, but my favorites so far are Pink Lady Apple and Ginger Lemon. So, what exactly is Health Aid kombucha? Well, it is a fermented, bubbly, probiotic tea that's good for your gut. If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make Healthy Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. So
1: Matt, uh, let's say we're talking to most folks who yeah, are...
0: So, yeah, we've got that out of the way, right? Like, yeah. yes, you shouldn't have a, a refund. But say, say you did. And that's what we're going to spend the rest of the podcast talking about is if you do have a big refund, what should you do with it? Yep. So the
1: first thing, Matt, what's your take? What's the first thing someone should consider doing if they're getting a big chunk of money after tax time?
0: Well, yeah, the first thing that folks need to do is look at the payments that they're making. And if you have any outstanding debt, you need to really consider paying that off. And we're not talking about, say, necessarily a a mortgage, right? Like We've got a mortgage at 3.5%. We're not in any rush to pay that off because that's a really low rate. But if you've got consumer debt, if you've got like a credit card debt, if you've got a car payment, these days, anything close to double digits, you need to get rid of. Yes. Right. Agreed.
1: And for most people out there, it's going to be credit card debt. It's going to be 18, 17, 22% credit card debt. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And so if you're one of those people that's got credit card debt hanging on, uh, you should truly consider putting every penny of this tax refund in a lump sum towards that credit card bill. That would be the, in most, you know, we'd have, we're not going to look at everyone's financial status individually, but that's most likely where you're going to get the most bang for your buck.
0: Yeah. And what's great about that too, man, is that it's guaranteed, right? Right. Like you can say that like, Oh, I've got all this money now. Let me see if I can go and invest it or do something kind of fun with it or kind of be smart about it. Well, that's great. And that might work out, but let's say you've got a 12% uh payment let's say if you got payments going towards a uh something that's got like a rate at 12%. Well if you pay that down you're guaranteeing yourself that you're going to get 12%. <laughs> By paying that off you're essentially saving 12% which is the equivalent of making 12%, right? And there's pretty
1: much nowhere in this world that you can go and get a guaranteed 12% return. Yeah, there's nowhere. Certainly uh some risky endeavors you can you could uh partake in that that promise to return you that or, or you would hope to make that but it's, well, yeah, it's unlikely percent guarantee though yeah. right pay it off yep <laughs> be done with it and and if you have a 12 percent rate you likely have a fantastic credit card through the credit union that's a really low rate on a credit card so most people it's going to be in the upper teens low 20s it's going to be a lot higher than that so and so the number one thing you can do with this tax refund
0: high interest rate debt yeah tackle that first yeah then what so after that then what would you suggest uh as next
1: so I think the next thing, let's say you know you've gotten rid of all that debt. The next thing that you should highly consider is starting an emergency fund. If you don't have any or you, it's a very, very small chunk, you need to have something in reserve basically to prevent you from taking out that credit card and taking out a high interest rate debt. And so uh, a, an emergency fund of a thousand to two thousand dollars sitting in your bank account, You know, obviously, financial experts recommend
0: more. It's really, really hard to get up to that six month uh, of emergency funds. Joel's a little more loose and free with his money. So like I would suggest some folks are are, are fine and comfortable with a thousand to two thousand. But man, like if you can get three months worth of living expenses all the way up to six, even six months. I I say go for it. That's that's great. I'm not disagreeing with that (laughs) at all. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying we're talking about a $3,000 tax refund here. So yes, start it going. Yeah, exactly. Get it going. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Get something started. Get it rolling. And maybe if you do just have like, a you know, if you've got like 500 bucks or a thousand bucks sitting there and you want to beef it up man, fully fund it, get that in there. And I promise you, you will not regret that. You will not regret having that margin, having that sort of cushion in life. Maybe I'm a little biased too being self employed where our income fluctuates so much, but to have that sort of cushion there to kind of flatten out the the high, you know, the high months and to kind of bring up the low months a little bit and to kind of even out our income for us, man, having a, a fatter cushion like that is is incredibly helpful. And I think too for more and more folks who are picking up side jobs and are kind of doing the gig economy where their income is unpredictable they're going to need to have this sort of cushion built in too, you know, like they read all these sort of articles or hear people talking about like, Oh, I can, I've made this much money starting my own, starting my own business or, you know, selling, making stuff on Etsy or, you know, signing up for Uber or something like that. But what happens when you, if you've got a month where you're not doing so well? Yeah. You got to pre- be prepared for a lean yeah, month. You need, need to have that there. And then
1: in my opinion, one of the next best things to do is invest. I, I think investing with your money is a great thing to consider. Putting it in a Roth IRA or a regular IRA, uh, but starting to sock money away for the future because most people now don't start saving for retirement until they're in their 40s. And if you can get started now, and maybe you're 40 and listening and you haven't, and you should get started now, the the tax refund is kind of that perfect time to jumpstart that retirement savings and get into the game and put it somewhere
0: uh, where it's working for you for the future. Yeah. Do you have a Roth IRA? Yeah, I do. Nice. Yeah. I, didn't, I don't know if, you've, if you had one through your work. That's I mean, that's how all, all of our retirement is through our... Uh, Kit and I both have Roth IRAs. Roth IRAs are
1: fantastic. Uh, I Most of my retirement money is in a 401k through my job. But I have a Roth IRA on the you've side got that, You've got that match, right? Yeah, I got to get that match, dog. I mean, I think a Roth IRA is a great vehicle for you to put put some of that tax refund into. And uh, the max is 5500 and for most people under 55. And so you can sock the whole, the whole kit and caboodle for most of you into a Roth and, uh, and get that, uh,
0: retirement savings jump-started. Yeah. Another avenue to consider, right. As far as investing your tax refund is investment properties, right? And we've talked about that before on previous episodes. And if you haven't listened, give it, give it a listen, but, uh, that's a huge part of our financial future. And you can take that tax refund and put that towards, you know, so that can kind of jumpstart your fund to to put down on a, on, a, on a new property. I completely agree. And I think this is
1: one of the the things that people talk about the least. If you read any of the articles about where to put your tax refund money, it's usually, you know, obviously everyone says high interest rate debt and it, you know, we're just kind of here to remind you and prod you in that direction. Uh, you know, invest more, blah, blah, blah. Yes, that's great. All the articles are going to tell you that. I think... One of the main things that you can do, though, is jumpstart something you're interested in. If you really want to start a business or start investing in rental properties, oh, yeah. this is a time where you know, think of it as kind of your seed money. And that tax refund is there for you to tap into to get going with that idea you wanted. So uh, yeah, don't squander it, man.
0: This yeah. this can be something that can potentially make more money for you. <laughs> like if you, if you take this refund... And spend it wisely. This could be something that I mean, pays dividends upon dividends. And if you want to get started, it
1: started doing a an online business where you you know start a website and you're selling things, or uh, you're flipping you're flipping stuff, you're buying stuff on Craigslist and reselling it for more money and refinishing it, whatever it is, this could be the seed money to kind of help you get started and and get you you know, a space if you need to run out of space or uh, the seed money to, to buy some of the inventory that you need that you can sell, then resell, whatever it is, think, think about this money as a potential way to start a business, start something on the side, you know, super low key. Obviously, you're not going to buy like a McDonald's franchise with this money or whatever. Uh, those are really expensive from what I hear. But uh, finding some way to put this money to work for you that's not in a typical investment account, but is actually kind of getting started you know, doing something in our
0: society, uh, business-wise. Uh, something else I wanted to talk about too is not confusing lifestyle purchases with investing. A huge pet peeve of mine is when when you hear people talk, say that, "Oh, I, I invested in a new vehicle," or you know, by saying like, "Oh, I bought a new car for myself," <laughs> and you know, they make it sound smart by saying, oh, I invested in this. Yes. When it's not an investment, it's something that is just going down in value. It's not something that's going to make you money. It's something that you're going to consume. It's a, it's a lifestyle choice and, and that's fine, but just own it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you want to spend it and we'll get to that here uh, towards the end as well, because it'll probably be the last thing we talk about because spending is probably, you know, we'll prioritize that the least, but that's fine. Yeah, it is okay for you to spend money on yourself but again just just own it I, I agree that one of my pet peeves is when
1: you say that you're investing money in something and really you're just you're using that word as a coy way to make yourself feel better about a purchase you made it's,
0: it's just a justification
1: yeah. um, unless it's making money somehow another great thing to do with your tax refund would be to give it away to charity yeah charity to donate your money. I'm not sure you know if you're giving now or, or what's important to you, but uh, neighborhood
0: organizations that are doing great work. yeah well Joel and I I mean we both go to we both go to church and we both regularly give there and so yeah. that's I mean a big portion of our you know giving money goes to goes there. A great website by the way, if you're wanting to
1: look up a place before you give to it because there's a lot of people asking for money and you don't know where your money's actually going oh, yeah. is give.org. So check out give.org before you give your whole tax refund to an organization yeah. <laughs> and make sure it's g- being allocated kind of in a way that you're okay
0: with. Yeah. Especially right after a natural disaster. That's when all of those sort of not great organizations kind of pop up out of nowhere. Yeah. Asking for your money, saying that they're going to send money to wherever that disaster is. And yeah, some of them aren't so good. There's a lot of great ones. Yeah. And it's really easy to check in on a charity now to do your homework. So
1: don't let that be a reason not to give, but... Let that be a reason to be cautious and yeah. to do
0: your research first, because it
1: takes almost no time at all to do that research.
0: Yeah. And one of the benefits of giving your money away too, is it just helps you to become generous. And so one of the problems I think with folks that are, that become maybe obsessed or fixated on saving a certain amount by a certain date and trying to become financially independent is that they become so sort of like self involved and so yes. inward looking and they're like little golems uh, well, you know, it's, it's all about whatever that they're trying to achieve and, you know, and damn the rest. And that can really throw things out of balance. I agree. A balanced life is one where you
1: give uh, freely and generously of the money you're given. Uh, and uh, it's not that you don't have goals. It's not that you're not thoughtful about your money, because obviously we are, and we also encourage that in other people. Uh, but in my opinion, one of the one of the greatest things that I've been taught, and one of the greatest things I've been able to do, is to be be able to give the money uh, that I earn, that I make from smart investments, from my day job, from my side gigs, give it to organizations that mean something to me, that are doing good in my community, that are uh, close to my heart, and so. It's good for me mentally and how I think about money and that money is not the end all be all. And it's good for me as an act of service to people around me. And it's really, really good for my attachment to money. Oh, because yeah. Yeah, yeah. if it weren't for that conscious act of giving a certain portion of my money away,
0: I would become end up miserly. Like, yeah, I up touch. like Scrooges and yeah. just want to only... Yeah, want to control every little thing and... This is yeah, it would just change our disposition. It would just change our attitude completely to money and and those around us as well, yeah, so we've mentioned on the show how we've got a Dominican trip coming up. We're going to celebrate Joel, you and Emily. You're both turning forty this year, so Woo-hoo. we're doing it up right, and a lot of listeners, they might have trips of their own planned. If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. And now a word from the show sponsors at Betterment. No matter how
1: hard of a worker you are, you probably like to kick back, relax, and just chill every now and then. But if you're an investor, that's the last thing you want your money to be doing. You want it to be out there working hard and kicking butt. That's exactly what the Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app can help it do. Betterment's automated
0: technology gives you advanced tools that are built to help maximize returns. We're talking tools like diversified expert-built portfolios of low-cost ETFs, Keeping those expense ratios low is key to seeing your investments compound over the years and decades. A high-yield cash account where your money can earn 11 times the national average. Listeners know that they need to have an emergency fund set aside for those completely unforeseen expenses. A high-yield cash account is the perfect place to park that money in automated investing technology like automated rebalancing. That way, if certain industries are say growing like crazy, your portfolio it stays on track. Visit betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield
1: cash accounts at betterment.com. Investing involves risk, performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. I got my first life insurance policy almost a decade ago. And hey, i'm still kicking it i very much hope that trend continues matt and since then i've actually added coverage via policy genius and if you out there you're listening and you're worried that this is going to be a massive pain getting life insurance think again policy genius made it an incredibly easy process if you have loved ones who rely on you and your income Life insurance is a crucial part of your financial plan. Not only does it provide a financial backstop for your family, it also gives you peace of mind, too. Plus, the longer you wait, the more rates go up because life insurance rates typically increase as you get older. So if this is something you've been putting off, it's time to make it
0: happen now. That's right. Yeah. And even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs and it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. So save time and money and provide your
1: family with a financial safety net using PolicyGenius. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's PolicyGenius.com.
0: all right last but not least and then the the final spend it (laughs) (laughs) spend it (laughs) uh i I mean so we're going to only recommend this i think (laughs) to people who are like super cheapskates so here's i would say only
1: spend it unless yeah unless you're a cheapskate and it takes a lot of force for you
0: to actually spend money yeah you might need to spend this more than somebody else who is very uh comfortable spending money this is a license for you to live in the now and to do something
1: that is good for you uh as you you're you're great with money you're you're on the right track you know what do something that's maybe a little frivolous yeah. that you don't wouldn't normally do for yourself
0: yeah like if, if you know your net worth then you should probably spend this on something frivolous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if you're kind of the kind of guy that has uh, a track of all your numbers or, you know, like if you're a girl and, and like you you know the, the number of years you have bef- until you're financially independent, like loosen up a little bit. This is maybe, maybe you can actually take that money and, and spend it some. If you're so frugal that you haven't bought new underwear since high school <laughs> or your socks all have holes in them.
1: Uh, yeah, think about doing something nice to yourself and at least restocking the underwear drawer. And uh, Another thing I would say too, Matt, is even for people that aren't in that frugal camp that, that have a hard time treating themselves, uh, I would say another thing that makes it easier to take all these other steps that we just talked about, one thing that helps you feel less destitute by doing that is by taking 10% of your tax refund. Just spending like a portion of it. Yep. Spending a portion and giving yourself an allotment saying, you know what? I got $3,000 back on this tax refund. I'm going to drop $300 on a spa day, whatever it is, whatever it is that kind of like makes you happy, drop 10% of it on that and then take the rest and put it towards something. One of these goals that's actually going to help get you somewhere. And that makes it just like a little bit easier to swallow as you're moving forward and uh, you're trying to make good strides with your money. But you know what? It's kind of hard to do it with the whole thing uh, and unless you've got like a payday loan or like crazy high credit card. Take 10%. Take yeah. 10% and, and put it towards something that you want just because you want it.
0: Yeah. And that fits along with the the poor, not poor lifestyle, right? Like we want to, we want to not sacrifice everything now so that we can live in the future. We want to be able to live a little bit now. There's a, there's a lot of life to be lived now. There's a, a lot of opportunities that you, we only have right now. Don't forsake those, those opportunities. Oh man. And something else you wanted to say is that don't spend it on something that's going to continue to cost you money. Right. That's and, a really good call. Like don't take that money and think, Oh man, I've got a sweet down payment for a car. You get the car and now you're saddled with these additional car payments that are, that are just going to weigh you down for the foreseeable future. Right. Like you got this one time cash injection with your, with your re- refund. You're not going to keep getting these, these refunds every month. Don't saddle yourself with additional payments, with additional debt. Um, like a timeshare uh, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. If, if you're considering a timeshare, uh, yeah, email us directly and we're going to have to talk to you about that. We'll, we'll dissuade you yeah. quickly. <laughs> Did you ever go to any of those timeshare um, mm-hmm. luncheons or meetings or whatever? Do you, do, you know, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I totally know what you're talking about. No, I've never been to one. I, I think they... you want to hear a funny story? They frightened me. <laughs> so one time... Spring break. Uh, I can't even remember what year this was in college. But at the hotel we're staying at, somebody at the front desk was like, Hey, if you go and sign up for this tomorrow morning, you'll have a free breakfast. And you sit through this presentation. And at the end, you get a $100 visa, visa check card. And so me and my buddy Joe, were both not Joel, Joe, uh, different guy. You know Joe? Yeah, actually, yeah, almost as cool <laughs> as me, <laughs> just short of that L. <laughs> and um, so me and him like looked at each other and just like, well, we're gonna do this. <laughs> and so we each we uh, got our girlfriends at the time, now our wives, up the next morning, and we we went to that presentation. We got our, ourselves that free breakfast, and we sat through it, and it seemed way more sales pitchy then they made it sound like it was going to be and we just kind of had to come out and tell the lady we're just like look we can't buy a timeshare we're like we don't have any money <laughs> did you still get the gift card yeah yeah oh, we heart. totally did which was great and the breakfast and the breakfast uh and the mimosas too i don't think everyone oh everyone that's there they get you dude they get you tips yeah that might be it anyway she was very kind about it but and said that you never know who's got money to spend and who doesn't, but we definitely, yeah, we, we did not have the did money. We, we actually kind of felt, yeah, we felt bad, but we didn't know what it was going into it. We literally were told that like, you just kind of hang out and show up and listen to them talk and you get a, you get a hundred dollar jump. Yeah. Check I've, card. <laughs> I've never been in a timeshare presentation, but the, yeah.
1: one of these I days I'm going to have to do it just to,
0: just to see the belly of the beast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you're looking to buy a vacation rental uh, back in the eighties, yeah, sorry. Yeah. There's a chance you got yourself a timeshare. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So
1: definitely don't spend your tax refund on a timeshare or even consider it. Um, back to the beer, Matt. What did you think of Westbrook Joy? Spelled
0: J-O-I-E. Yeah, this beer, you know, I really can't get past that honey. You know, Hopslam just came out and that, you know, their big thing. It's been, I mean, it's been years since I've had Hopslam. But their big thing was like, oh, it's an IPA made with honey. And I feel like you could barely taste it, but I swear with this, I, f- I mean, it's like there's honeycomb in the bottom of the glass on this. Like it just, not that it's that sweet, but it just has that, that honey flavor. Yeah, it really does have uh, that honey flavor. It's got some it apricot flavor in it. Caught me off guard at first, but I, I mean, the more I drink it, the more I like
1: it. I've never had sauternes or however you pronounce it, but uh, I can see after reading the description of what it is, that it's this white wine that's kind of fruity. Sweeter white wine. This definitely has a lot of those characteristics. You can tell it's a, yeah.
0: I mean, you can tell it's a farmhouse ale. That's been aged in yeah, in, in sweet white wine barrels. Yeah, this is a really good beer. Yeah, I could super uh, tasty. Yeah, as it warms up, man, I could on a hot day. This is like a light, easy drinking beer. I can, I could drink this with some spicier food or something like that. That would be, it'd be delicious.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, again, if you're not super into sours, but you're like, I don't know, I kind of want to get into them or try them out. This is another good gateway beer for people that are interested in checking sours out. Uh, I would, I would recommend if you, if you can find Westbrook Joy. Uh, that it's a it's a definitely a worthwhile pickup and uh, it's got just a little bit of that sour and funk it's not not too far down that line so it's not going to like blow your palate out out of the water mm-hmm. all right so great beer great hangs great topic uh, again real quick to recap first you shouldn't have a tax refund there's issues that come along with it potential identity theft you don't want to get that refund sucked up and maybe never see it for yeah and it, not see it for a long time And just
0: in general we want you to be more active with saving your money you yeah don't I'd rather see you decide to you know, set this money aside and to be active with it and to invest it and, or spend it on a on a bi-weekly or month-to-month basis versus getting a huge chunk at the end by default. Yep. Agreed. And pay down those high interest rate loans or credit cards. If
1: you've got something that's upper singles or double-digit interest rate, credit card especially, wipe it out. Wipe it out. Be done with it. Uh, if you've got a student loan that's 8.5%, whatever it is, you can start working on those things. Uh, put your money in towards that. Start an emergency fund. If you don't have one or if it's really small, start an emergency fund. Kind of get the ball rolling on that.
0: Next with additional money, man, take that money and invest it. Put that money to work for you. And that could, I mean, I think that's one of the best things you can do with uh, additional money that you're going to get uh, as a refund is put it to work. Be, yeah. be creative, invest it, put that money towards a new business, uh, do something with it. Yeah. Do something positive for your future. You can do that
1: with this lump sum that you didn't know how much you were getting. Uh, give it away. Give it away to charity. Find something that uh, represents your values and what you're interested in. And it's just a really good exercise for you to do. Yeah.
0: Get. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. It's just an extra. It's a good thing to just get used to doing. Right. Yeah. And like the more you do it, the easier it's going to be. At first, it might just be like, oh, I don't want to. Write that check. <laughs> <laughs> and it helps you realize, too, I think, how fortunate you
1: are when you have yeah, money. Absolutely the, true. When you have money that you can give away and then kind of what that does and what you see and how you see it go to things that you care about. It's like it's it's really fun to see that. And it's just such a good exercise for your heart and how you think about money. And I, I think you when you do uh, challenge yourself to give more money away, the view that you have of the money in your own bank account changes Mm -hmm. and uh, in a really good way, in a positive
0: way. Yeah, It'll make you a better person for sure. And then, and then last be selfish with it. You can spend a little bit, right? Don't feel the need to take every single dollar and doing every little thing possible to, to put that money into work. Feel free to, like Joel said, 10%. If you want to take 10% of your, your refund or whatever chunk of money that you find yourself uh, receiving and spend it on yourself. Yeah. Just don't spend it on something that's going to continue to cost you money like a pony. (laughs) (laughs) They eat so much.
1: (laughs) All the oats you'll have to buy and a space in your backyard. Oh, it's just and all the poo you'll have to
0: clean up. It's just not worth it. So Kate and I had this discussion when we talk about things for with our girls. We say, is this an extracurricular thing that we want them to do? Because we we're looking like down the road and we categorize things. And we say, is this like a pony? Is this like a, a like one of those pony expenses where it's going to continue to cost more and more and more money for the rest of your life? Yeah, so. just just because it's a hobby or, or an interest. And obviously, if it's something that they absolutely love, you know, we're going to do what we can to make that happen. But I don't know. At the, at this point, when they're only like three and four years old, I'm like, uh, we're gonna we're gonna pull back a little bit on on some of those expenses. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: avoid the. Pony expense, we'll call it. And don't drop your tax refund into something that's going to continue to eat into your wallet for months or years to come. Make sure it's a one time expense. It's a plane ticket to go see a friend or a relative or or, or something good that's a one time drop in the bucket with a part of your tax refund. Other than that, hopefully we've covered some things that are going to help you and that you can use this thousand uh, two thousand three thousand dollars whatever your tax refund is this year towards something positive that actually builds up your future fundage so that you can do something great and puts more uh, power back in your hands because you don't want to look back in june and say i wasted that money do something positive with it do something that's going to change your future and i think all these things that we talked about can do that for you can have that effect
0: Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Our home on the web is howtomoney.com. Be sure to check it out. We'll have our show notes up there for you. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening
1: to this show. Until next time, buddy, best friends out. Best friends out.
0: Zigazoo has made me zigzag.
1: Any department can save time on any
0: presentation with AI. Generate slides and seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work.